Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. You might not be as crazy as you think. That noise you hear in your walls and attic that sound like a bear cub could actually be a mouse, bat, raccoon, or a squirrel. Nick Hemeseth, wildlife manager at Quick Kill Pest Control, explains more about animals getting in your home, what to do when they are there, and how to prevent them from getting in in the future. Typically this time of year, um, obviously it's getting colder outside, so mice um, are very common. It's probably the most common one that are getting inside of structures. Otherwise, other animals as well um, this time of year, bats are very common. Uh, squirrels being both gray squirrels and flying squirrels, um, as well as raccoons. And then occasionally, doesn't happen very often, but occasionally chipmunks and the 13-stripe ground squirrels can get, can get into structures this time of year. What makes a wall or an attic in somebody's house so appealing for these animals? So the biggest thing, again, this time of year, um, obviously it's getting cooler outside, so they're looking for a warmer area to get into. Um, so a lot of times they're going up corners of the siding, um, getting into the soffit, which leads into the attic space. Um, obviously, all attics in this area are going to be insulated or should be. Um, so obviously, you have the insulation, which is a nice and warm spot for them to basically hang out, obviously, during the day. And then usually at night is when they're going to be coming out. Um, and then also another thing is protection. So protection from predators as far as being any sort of like hawks, larger birds or larger animals that are obviously feeding on them. Will people be seeing or hearing these animals, or what are the signs that an animal is maybe already nesting in your house? Yeah, so generally, um, and they, they can do both, uh, but generally most people will hear things uh, versus see kind of evidence of them. Um, generally for mice, you're going to hear like a scratching sound, um, usually up either in the ceiling itself or in sometimes walls, usually exterior walls for that. Um, otherwise, also with mice, you can also find their feces or droppings around. Um, so you can see that in generally the basement is usually where they get in first, um, and then they can work their way up from there. So sometimes they get into the kitchen area, so being around underneath the sink or underneath the oven or stove um, or in drawers, stuff like that, people will find the mouse droppings around. Um, otherwise, for like larger animals, um, generally like for squirrels, so gray squirrels, you'll hear that sound um, generally first thing in the morning, um, kind of sporadically throughout the day, and then right again um, when sun sets, um, and that's going to be more of like a running sound um, is generally what you hear. If it's a larger animal like a raccoon, um, generally, again, kind of same thing earlier in the morning, um, sunsets, and then more at night for them. And it's going to be kind of a, a slow walking or heavier sounding animal that would be up there. What should people do if they think they have an unwanted animal in their house? I guess, what is that first step? The biggest thing is if, if you're able to figure out what it is, um, a lot of people will just hear a noise um, first and then not know what it is and then call either like a obviously pest control or wildlife company right away. Um, so obviously if it's an attic space, it's a little tough because you don't know exactly what it is unless you go up into the attic space itself. Or sometimes if it's a larger animal, you're able to see the entry point around the outside. Um, generally in like a soffit joint or soffit return um, is a lot of times where the animals are getting in. What do you guys do to help remove these unwanted animals? Can you take me through maybe a step by step of, okay, so they're making that call to you, now what? Mm -hmm. Yep, so usually we start it as an inspection. Um, generally we try and ask questions over the phone first and try and determine, I, 
can't always do that, but try and determine approximately what it would be if it's something larger um, or if it's something smaller like mice. Um, if we don't know, then we'd set it up as an inspection, stop one out, get up into the attic space, determine what it would be, whether it's mice, bats, squirrels, raccoon, anything like that, or sometimes it could be several things as well. Um, and then obviously once we figure out what it is, um, then we would provide the service. So for generally for mice, it's a two-trip service um, where we would be either baiting the attic or baiting inside the home in tamper-proof locking boxes. Um, and then the biggest thing we got to do is figure out where their entry points are at. So for mice going around typically the base of the home, basically where your siding and foundation meet, and looking for the entry points um, and obviously sealing up those areas. Um, for larger animals, um, we do exclusion work. Um, so that's basically where we set up one-way doors in their main entries, um, so that way the animal is able to get out and not re-enter into the structure. And then we let that sit for at least a week, um, and then we stop on out, remove the one-way doors, and then animal-proof those spots so nothing else can get back through. What are key steps that people can take to keep animals from making a home in their house now that we're moving into these fall and winter months? Yep. So several things that you can do. Um, biggest thing is if you have any like low-growing shrubs um, or bushes or anything like that, try and cut those back at least like a foot away from the structure so that that bush or shrub is not touching the siding or the structure. Um, one big thing is obviously a lot of people enjoy bird watching, um, but the bird feeders, if you can try and put those out as far away as you can, just because birds generally will be a little bit messy when they're feeding, They'll drop the seed down there, and then obviously it's an easy food source for any sort of rodents to come up there and obviously feed on that. And if it's a constant food source, then you're going to have obviously more and more um, obviously rodents coming into that area. Um, for bigger rodents, um, as far as like raccoon squirrels, uh, tree trimming is a big thing. Um, so if we're able to keep um, limbs and stuff like that from obviously touching the structure or what we usually tell people about 10 feet away from the structure. That way squirrels and stuff like that can't jump onto the roof. This time of year, not only are those critters moving, but so are bugs. You guys can also help with some insect and pest control that way. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Definitely. So it's what we usually call this time of year is what we call our fall invaders. So typically those are going to be your box elder bugs, Asian beetles, uh, marmorated stink bugs, um, wasps, spiders, most insects um, are going to be trying to basically tuck underneath the siding, and that way they survive the winter. Most insects are going to basically go dormant, which a lot of people think they'll die off from basically the freezing temperatures that we have up here. So this time of year, especially, they're going to try and obviously fly onto the home when we have our warmer days here, tuck underneath the siding, and then that's a nice protected spot where they can hang out basically all winter long. Then when it obviously warms up in the spring, they'll come back out and then obviously be there on their way. The kind of hard part with that is obviously the structure of the home is generally heated in the wintertime. So if they're tucked underneath the siding, a lot of times the insects can find a little gap or crack to get out on the inside of the home. So then you'll kind of sporadically have either the insects as far as like box elder bugs, Asian beetles, stuff like that, slowly come out in the wintertime um, and be persistent and just kind of an annoyance for people. So at what point of time of an infestation should people move from a repellent that they can buy at a store to actually calling the professionals like you? 
Sure. We, I mean, obviously would say as soon as you're able to, um, but it's very similar to any other industry. For example, electrician or plumber, obviously a homeowner can do small things and stuff like that um, themselves, but obviously when the issue gets bigger um, and you're not able to do it yourself, then obviously call a professional. Biggest thing, obviously any sort of company that's fully trained, licensed, certified. Generally, we have higher quality materials that we're going to be applying and using. Um, also, industry-leading tools that we can use, obviously, to take care of the, either the pests or insects. How busy are you guys this time of the year, as well as with inflation and supply chain issues? Has that affected your business at all? Yeah, so actually, we've been growing here um, even more, even with um, inflation and stuff like that, a little bit. But like, obviously, with the COVID times and whatnot, um, we were deemed essential with that. So even obviously residential as well as commercial, everyone still is going to have pest issues. Um, so we've been doing really well with that. Our busiest time is by far the fall here, because um, obviously as it cools down here with the temperatures, everything is trying to get inside. So especially mice, um, again, with the fall invaders that we just kind of touched on, the box elder bugs, Asian beetles, stuff like that coming up to the home, which is very common this time of year. Um, but as far as supply chain, uh, we... Uh, Personally, as a company, I've loaded up um, on materials and stuff like that. So we have plenty here, at least in our shop. Um, but, yeah, it gets a little tricky sometimes with certain materials. Um, but you just got to stay ahead of the game on that and just kind of know which ones could be back-ordered for a little while. That was Nick Hemeseth, Wildlife Manager at Quick Kill Pest Control. You can learn more by going to their website at kwikkill.net. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.